Hey bitch, it's Asti and Britt. Welcome to Turned On and On Purpose. If you want to have your pussy purring and dripping in cash and looking to create your empire, then bitch, you're exactly where you need to be. It starts here. Hello, my loves. It is Asti here coming in to you again from the quarantine hotel. I'm up to day four now, and this is the second episode in the mini solo quarantine podcast series. (laughs) It's actually Valentine's Day as I record this, so I hope that you all had a very beautiful Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day, some might say. Um, I hope you all had the love-filled day that you so deeply deserve. It's actually been really cute here. Today they surprised us all with little Valentine's Day themed cookies in our bags and I've actually been asking for no sweets but I'm glad they forgot this time because we've got little gingerbread love heart cookies with red icing and it's made my day I must say. So on today's episode I want to keep the theme running around business. So this is another one for you CEOs out there and any business babes listening in. I want to talk a little bit about content creation because whenever I speak to any babe in business, one of the biggest things that comes up as to where you are feeling stuck and where you're struggling is finding the inspiration and the motivation to create content. I get it. I feel your pain. I know the struggle of having to sit down and write something and create something and just not knowing where to start that writer's block is real and it's very frustrating. So I'm going to give you a few tips on how to overcome that. So first of all, let's just talk about the energy in which you create your content because the energy in which you're creating your content is going to reflect on and impact the way that your your followers, your audience, and your potential clients are going to be receiving and reading your content. So first of all, a limiting belief that I want you to quickly shove to the side and get rid of, be free of, is that you have to post every single day to be seen. This is not true. If you're holding on to that belief that you have to show up and you have to post content every single day, what happens is you begin to lose some of your creativity because it's beginning to feel really forced, right? And you begin showing up and sitting down to create content from a place of, I should, or I have to, instead of that really beautiful and fun and abundant high vibe state of, yes, I want to, I want to be doing this. Like I want to be sharing this. I want to be writing about this. This is what I want to be creating. This is the energy that I want to put out into the world. This is the message that I want to share. And this is what I want my audience to be receiving. So creative energy is really random. It's really You can get a download at any time, but it's not a constant energy. So, So expecting yourself to feel creative and feel in the mood to be putting out content every single day just isn't going to work. One thing that I do suggest, and this is one thing that I do, is when I am feeling really inspired and creative, I will create, um, I'll bulk create content. So I might sit down and write like five maybe more posts that I can save and then post throughout the week. This way I'm not finding myself sitting down and (laughs) feeling really stagnant with writer's block questioning what I should be creating because I've done it beforehand in a moment where I was feeling more creative. And in saying all of this, I wasn't going to touch on this specifically, but 
what I've found has really helped me when it comes to um, tapping into my creativity. Well, creativity, it's creative energy, right? It's all energy-based. So really shaking up your energy, beginning with things like self-pleasure can really help, obviously, because sexual energy is creative energy. So if you're feeling blocked, it may come back to a sexual block, self-pleasure, and you'll find that that creative energy is flowing freely throughout your body again, and that will inspire you to create more awesome content. Um, other things like movements are so going to the gym, going for a walk, going for a run, moving your physical body will shake up your energetic body, shaking up that creative, creative energy. Um, also things like your environment. So the people that you're spending time with, um, mixing up the places where you're working from. So I find sometimes if I go work in the library, if I go work in different cafes, I'm surrounding myself around new energy which is exciting, it's fresh, it's expansive, and it allows you to break through any of those blocks, meaning that you feel more creative. So basically for a free flow of creative energy, you want your body to be moving, you want your sexual energy to be moving, and for fresh new ideas, allow yourself to spend time in fresh new places. This will give you fresh new energy, which means fresh new creativity and content. Another thing that I see and hear people doing is sharing content from a place of, if I share this, what will I get, right? The intention is to receive something in return rather than just sharing, just for the intention of sharing and giving to give instead of giving to get. So the difference is instead of being up in your head and questioning, what do I feel like? Well, what's going to get the most likes? What's going to get the most comments? What are people more likely to share? Or what is it that I feel like my followers really want to hear right now? And let go of all of that. Let go of all those thoughts. Come down into your heart and ask yourself, what is feeling true to me right now? What is it that I'm moving through? What is it that I'm processing? What's going to be inspiring for me to create? What's going to be healing for me to create what does my heart want to express right now and from this place you're creating and sharing to give to give inspiration to give motivation to give love and to allow other people to know that they're seen so this is the thing when you share from your heart people are going to resonate because whatever it is that you're moving through and processing it's most likely that your audience and your followers have been through similar things. And when you're writing from this deep personal level of something that you're currently in and experiencing, it's going to be so much easier for people to resonate with. I have actually noticed over the last couple of months, um, I mean, I've always done this, but over the last six months in particular, I've used writing as a tool for my own therapy and my own healing around the breakup and around my brother passing. And it's been times where I've shared these pieces of my heart where it's more so been me writing for me rather than me writing for my followers that I have gotten the most likes and the most engagement and the most comments and 
people messaging me telling me how much they loved it. So one of my friends actually rung me and said that I needed to print out one of my Instagram posts and hang out on my wall. It was the best post I've ever written. And it was something that I didn't even intend to share with everybody. It was just a piece of my heart and what I was feeling in that moment that I felt I had to write out, which first and foremost, I was doing for myself. It was never written from a place of um, giving to get. I was literally just creating it for the sake of creation, for my own healing and my own processing. And because it was written from a place deep, deep inside of my heart, that is the type of content that is going to pull on other people's heartstrings. So one other thing actually that I've noticed recently, I know there's so much fear around feeling like you have to show up constantly every single day to be seen or you're going to be forgetting. And the big one is feeling like if you don't show up every day, then you're going to lose your spot in the algorithm and it's going to be really hard to build things up again. What I've actually realized is that if you take some time off Instagram, I think I took, well, I've done it a few times over the last six months, taken like four days off or so. Um, And I had the same fear come up like, oh my God, I've just been building my engagement up. If I take a few days off, is it all going to fall apart? Are are people going to not see my content anymore? And what I realized is that when you do take a break and come back, the algorithm actually works in your favor because this is just my little insight and what I believe is what what Instagram is trying to do is that if you have a break, Instagram feels like you're going to leave them, you're going to leave it. And then when you come back on Instagram and start posting again, if your engagement goes really high, like after being away for a few days, my engagement was the highest it's ever been literally the highest it's ever been in terms of how many people were seeing my stories and then that gives you like that dopamine dopamine hit right like oh my god everyone's seeing my stuff I need to be back on Instagram it's amazing it's working for me so it really draws you back in I think that's how Instagram have designed it on their side of things but that means for us that if you do take a few days off it's totally fine when you come back your algorithm it's still going to be working in your favor It always is. It's always working for you and not against you. So don't be afraid to take those breaks when you need them. Taking a break to focus on you and your own personal care and pleasure and living your life is where you're going to find sparks of creativity, right? You're not going to find sparks of creativity when you're forcing yourself to show up every single day when you don't want to. This is the ultimate buzz kill and the ultimate way to kill your creativity. So remember that it's okay to take breaks. So let's talk about different types of content you can be creating. So obviously there's so many different examples that I'm really going to focus on four different types of content that are really going to help you build trust and connection with your followers, which will eventually convert to sales and to new clients. So the first thing that I want to touch on, I feel like this is really important. And Britt and I spoke about this in an episode, a couple of episodes ago, how important it is to share your personal story and to be vulnerable. This really allows people to connect with you on a human level and it allows your followers to see that you have an understanding for some of their pain points and some of their struggles and what they're going through. It just takes you off the pedestal because nobody wants a coach that looks like they have and always have had everything 
under control, like their whole life has been perfect. I know I sure as hell don't want to go to someone who's Miss Perfect and talk about all the problems I have in my life. It do, You just don't feel comfortable doing that, right? So number one, sharing personal story. And you can see in my Instagram and over the last few years in business, I have done this here and there. Probably something I need to do again shortly, actually. The personal story, sharing about where you once were and how you got to where you are now. So a few examples I've shared is how once upon a time I used to hate my boobs. I haven't spoken about this in a while, but I used to hate the way my boobs look so much that I hated getting changed in front of anybody. I would be like hiding in the corner of the bathroom, of the changing room with my towel around me, trying to get changed before anyone can see. Um, whenever I had sex with my boyfriend, my ex ex boyfriend, whenever I took my top off, I would completely like close off. My body would become all tense. And that would be like the one thing that I was thinking about. Um, and now fast forward to today, I go to new beaches. I frolic around naked. I've had a cast cast mold made of my boobs. So I have a sculpture of my boobs in my room that I look at every day and admire. And I love how they look. So that's an example of my journey and from where I was to where I am now. And in that in that post, you also want to include a little bit about what you changed. So some of the things that you did to um, get from point A to B. So an, an example for me was I started practicing self-love. I did a lot of breast massage. Um, I spent more time around women who were comfortable in their bodies and comfortable within their sexuality and they gave me permission. So you also want to share some of the tips, some tips and tricks or some modalities that you used in your own journey that your clients can also use in theirs. You probably also want to pinpoint that as an example, I would say a breast massage really helped me in my journey of reclaiming my body and feeling comfortable in my body again. And this is one of the practices that I teach in my program, Open to Love. So you can also name drop there and just mention um, mention that this is also something that your clients can access when they work with you. Um, so sharing, sharing this personal, personal story, not only does it allow your clients to connect with you, um, your, sorry, your followers to connect with you, um, as I can see that you've been through some of the similar things as them, but it also allows to see for them that, hey, she used to hate her body. She used to be where I once was and look at her now. If she's done that and if it was possible for her, it's possible for me also. So I've shared a few personal stories like this. Also where my, with my first boyfriend didn't experience orgasm at all. Didn't even feel like it was a priority. It never came up. Didn't talk about it. My needs were never expressed. Fast forward to my last relationship. I was going to say now, but now I'm celibate. But my last relationship and my future relationships, I have no problem talking about my sexual needs. And I orgasm way more frequently, obviously, because I wasn't having orgasms at all there. But my sex life has improved. So that's another thing that I can talk about my personal story and how I've really um, reclaimed my sexuality and tapped into my sexual power. And because that's something that I've experienced in my own life, then my followers and clients would trust me to take them through their own journey in their lives. So personal story, taking yourself off the pedestal builds so much trust and connection. And you also want to take that level of trust a little bit deeper 
positioning yourself as an authority figure or as an expert and a leader in your field by sharing a little bit more. So a few examples here is you can share um, posts on how to. So how to revolutionize your sex life with these five tips. An example, I feel like people love the five ways to those headlines. Um, I feel like they always draw people's attention in. But examples of how to, what is it that you've experienced in your own journey? What are some of the things that you have um, overcome and how did you do it? So five ways to start loving your body more. Um, five ways to start having better sex, five ways to um, have a more healthy relationship with food, all of these things, so many examples. But also you can build a little bit more trust and let your followers know that you know your shit and you know what you're talking about by adding in a little bit more science. So you'll notice that throughout my Instagram, I often um, put little facts, um, especially around orgasm, the way orgasm works, the way our brains work. It's more scientific rather than just like airy fairy, right? Like when I talk about orgasm, I wouldn't say, oh, there's actually lots of women that can't experience orgasm through penetration. It's kind of like, nah, nothing, right? Kind of sounds like I could just be making it up. But when I say, actually, if you're not experiencing orgasm through penetration, that's okay. It's really common. Actually, up to 70% of women don't experience orgasm through penetration, right? It just makes me look like I know my shit because I do know my shit when it comes to orgasm because <laughs> that is my life. But in sharing little facts like that, it does allow you to position yourself as an expert, so sharing science and facts is really helpful, but I also believe to add your own little touch and your own personal flavor, it's important to add your personal philosophy. So an example of my work is I would say, I truly believe that if a woman wants to reclaim her power and find a sense of wholeness within, it is essential that she does the work to heal and reclaim her sexuality. This is because as women, it's our sexuality that's been most warped and pulled out of alignment, but it's also our greatest power and our strongest energy. So our sexual energy being our strongest energy, if you do the work to realign that, everything else with it will move into alignment, allowing you to feel whole. So bringing a deeper layer and a deeper meaning to your work. Why do you do what you do? What is your beliefs, your personal beliefs around why it's so important and why women need to or men need to work with you and do this work in general? Boom. These two pieces of content and your Instagram is going to be on fire. So the last little one, actually that was three things, wasn't it? The last little thing that I want to share, which is building the ultimate amount of trust, is sharing customers, customer, why did I write customer? It's like I'm in the strip club again. I wrote some notes down and I wrote customer. I probably should have said client. Writing client stories and testimonial. So the difference here is that a testimonial is word by word. So copy, paste, whatever they've said as a written review. And a client story is something along the lines of, if you want to feel free and comfortable within your body, you should come and work with me. My 
I was going to say customer again, my client, Elizabeth, when we first worked together, she felt so uncomfortable in her body that she wouldn't leave the house without a jumper and pants on. She was covering herself up, feeling so insecure of what other people think. Six months later, she's now frolicking at the beach, running around in a little bikini with her husband, and even going to her yoga and Pilates classes wearing a little crop top, which she would never have done before, right? So inspiring for anyone who can relate to that story. And this is actually um, something that did happen with one of my clients recently. So celebrating that. So those four pieces of content, using personal story, adding in facts, science, so you know your shit, personal philosophy, your personal beliefs around the work that you do, and customer stories and testimonials. But a little tip here, which I kind of mentioned um, in a few of those examples, is to name drop your courses. So if you're mentioning a personal story and talking about how you learned to love yourself, mention maybe that self-love is a module in one of your courses. Mention that um, body confidence confidence is something that you take one of your some, something that you take your one-on-one clients through. So just always remember to mention your one-on-one program or mention, the course that you've got coming out. Mention the modalities that you use as a coach to take your clients through the same journey that you've been through. It just keeps reminding your followers that you're available as a coach and keeps reminding them of why they need to work with you. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I think that is all. So obviously there's two parts to this, right? There's two parts to creating killer content that converts. The first part is the physical content, the strategy, the writing, most of what I've gone through today. The second part is the energy, the energy in which you're creating and putting out this content, which I touched on briefly. But in terms of converting your followers into clients and making sales. It's about the energy that you are embodied in. So I'm going to talk about that maybe on the next episode, definitely on one of these little quarantine um, quarantine series episodes, because I think it's always really important to balance out the masculine and the feminine and the strategy and the doing and the feeling and the embodiment and the energy that you're showing up in. And I think this is why the turned on CEO is going to be so powerful because we really are tapping into those two different energies because you can sit around all day and do all the embodiment work and be feeling really good. But if you're not showing up and you're not showing your face and you're not creating content and you're not um, creating packages and actually putting out the portals and which you're going to be calling in your clients none of the inner work matters so it always has to be match 50 50 because they really do support each other amazing all right so in saying all of that another reminder turn on ceo applications are open for early bird with the early bird you get the added bonuses of my open and receive course for free brit's manifestation bundle for free and it makes the payment plans lower if you sign up in feb so if you're wanting me and brit to have our eyes our ears our pussy power and all of the things invested in your business for the next six months to get your biz to where you want it to be then the turn on ceo is for you Um, If you have any questions, send a message. Otherwise, there'll be a link below for more information. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to go and do my little quarantine walk because I'm trying to get in 
10,000 steps a day while I'm here. And it's nearly time to go outside. Perfect timing. Bye, gorgeous girls. Mwah. That's a wrap, bitch tits. If you want to be in on the juicy conversations, then be sure to join our Facebook group. Turned on and on purpose. Until next week. week.